everyone, it's Aisha here from God FM. I hope you're all having an amazing day. Uh, today I've been led by the Lord to do a study on Colossians. And, uh, well, with the thing with the Colossians is what I've discovered is that it's all about love and having the Lord with you and that Jesus is reborn inside you because you're walking around with Christ inside you, which is an incredible revelation. And I wanted to share that with you. So I'm going to play you Colossians and then I shall speak to you afterwards as well. Thank you. Colossians. Colossians 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and growing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. He is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. And so, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. May you be strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. And you, who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death, in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. If, indeed, you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope of the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now, I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake. And in my flesh I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is, the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God that was given to me for you, to make the word of God fully known. 
the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. To them, God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom, that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. Colossians 2 For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in Him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In Him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised Him from the dead. And you, who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This He set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Him. Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink, or with regard to a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath. These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. If, with Christ, you died to the elemental spirits of the world, why, as if you were still alive in the world, do you submit to regulations? Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, referring to things that all perish as they are used, according to human precepts and teachings. These have indeed an appearance of wisdom in promoting self-made religion and asceticism and severity to the body, but they are of no value in stopping the indulgence of the flesh. 
Colossians 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free. But Christ is all and in all. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Wives, submit to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Slaves, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ, for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. Colossians 4 Masters, treat your slaves justly and fairly, knowing that you also have a master in heaven. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us, that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ, on account of which I am in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. 
Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Tychicus will tell you all about my activities. He is a beloved brother and faithful minister and fellow servant in the Lord. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. And with him Onesimus, our faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will tell you of everything that has taken place here. Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. And Jesus, who is called Justice. These are the only men of the circumcision among my fellow workers for the kingdom of God, and they have been a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ Jesus, greets you always struggling on your behalf in his prayers, that you may stand mature and fully assured in all the will of God. For I bear him witness that he has worked hard for you and for those in Laodicea and in Hierapolis. Luke, the beloved physician, greets you, as does Demas. Give my greetings to the brothers at Laodicea and to Nympha and the church in her house. And when this letter has been read among you, have it also read in the church of the Laodiceans, and see that you also read the letter from Laodicea. And say to Archippus, See that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Hi everyone, it's Aisha again from God FM. I hope you really enjoyed that. And uh, while I was listening to it, I was thinking, oh, there's so much information in here. I really ought to be taking some notes to, to discuss this with you. But the core elements here really is that we have the Lord with us wherever we go. When we're reborn in Christ, it's Christ who comes alive inside us. And so when Paul's saying all this, you know, he's trying to express how amazing it is that it's a new experience and it's incredibly exciting because Christ lives inside us and we are all joined together. So when Paul says, I'm not with you, but I am with you in the spirit, this is incredible. And so anyway, as I was going through the um, recording, recording all of this, I thought, well, maybe... Um, there'll be something that I can take some notes about, you know, some written commentary. And as I was also looking for the media to put together for the um, front page media marketing of this, I um, left it playing and then a commentary came on and I thought, oh, wow. So I listened to it and I thought, it's so good. I'm going to have to let you listen to it as well. And let that be the commentary for today. So I hope you enjoy it. But also, um, if you need to find us, you can find us on Podbean, Amazon, Samsung, Prime. <laughs> We're on lots of different platforms. We are uh, restricted on some of our content. So most of our content you can find on Podbean, all the sermons on there, and also on BitChute for our videos, God FM Media 
for our marketing and media creations and God FM News for our, you know, chit chats and news. These are on Telegram as well. So we're also on TikTok and uh, YouTube, but YouTube hasn't allowed us to share very much on there. <laughs> um, if you want to email me, you can admin at godfm.org.uk. Please share our content, um, like and subscribe if you can as well to support us. And um, as I say, the, the biggest thing for us to remember is that we are joined together. We are the body being built and he Jesus is our head priest so this is a body but it's also a building because we are the temple of the Lord and we in order for the construction to take place and to be completed properly we need solid rock as our foundation and Jesus is our rock and then we also need love which joins us all together, but like the ocean. Um, and it's through the spirit, of course, as well, which moves freely where it decides to go. So my Holy Spirit talks to your Holy Spirit without you realizing, because it's supernatural. And we've got to fill ourselves with the love. And the, the best way is to give and to share the love of Christ because that fills your cup, because by giving, you're also receiving. So these are the things I've learned. I had a dream also about Colossians. <laughs> um, I think it was Thursday last week, and, and the Lord gives me all sorts of very interesting dreams. And in my dream, I was shown that Colossians is the call of Zion's. Um, in in one respect, but also there was also other things, the I am's. Um, so I thought, well, that was very interesting. And also last night I had a dream about love. <laughs> and, and I'll share that with you also. So um, there was various elements. One was relating to house purchases and uh, renting. And that you couldn't actually own anything without love. So interesting. And then there was another comparison, and that was with gold. And the only way you could tell if something was real gold is if you put what you thought was gold on the bed, and then you got a real piece of gold and put it next to the other gold, and then it would stick together with the other gold because it was magnetic. I thought, oh, this is so very interesting. And then the third example of love was that there was a couple who'd been living together for two years and um, they didn't actually have love and they weren't really happy together. But they'd stayed together because they're there, they were there for each other and I saw them crying together and telling each other their problems. And that's what kept them together. But then they realized that they weren't actually in love with one another which I thought was very interesting so what I got from this is to make sure that your love is true and pure because that's what joins us together you can you can have fake gold but it isn't real gold and it doesn't matter what you you do 
You can't actually make fake gold real gold. And the same with love. You can have pretend, but it isn't real. And so <laughs> we have to also test it to see if it is magnetized, to see if it is attracted to you. Because love draws love to each other as Christ draws us all together through love. Because God is love, which I think is totally amazing. So anyway, it's Aisha from God FM. I'm going to put this commentary on and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Do you ever feel empty and long for something more to come and fill you up? Well, Colossians teaches that you never need more than Jesus. And if you have Christ alone, you have enough. But that's not what the Colossians were being taught. The Apostle Paul was in prison because of his mission to spread the message that Jesus is all you need. And though imprisoned, his message was still going out to places he had never been or seen. And one of those places was the city of Colossae. People had heard about Jesus from one of Paul's missionaries, but the message they received was being altered by teachings that appeared to be wise and were easy to believe. They were challenged by familiar philosophies that were simple and elementary, and they came in part from the Jewish community. These Jewish leaders taught non-Jewish believers that believing in Jesus was fine, but that alone didn't cover their flaws. They also needed to abstain from what was forbidden in the Jewish laws. But while this teaching was elementary, there was another that was elemental. These philosophies did not just spring from the physical, but from a power that was spiritual. These spiritual philosophies exploited the fact that we all feel empty and long for something more to come and fill us up. So they taught the Colossians that they needed more than Jesus. Christ alone just wasn't enough. But how much more did they need? Well, the Jewish law and the spiritual powers both seemed to be saying much. If they wanted fullness, they needed to cut off every empty crutch. So this is how their message could be summed up. Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. And as if to prove their point, an earthquake desolated Colossae. It made everyone feel empty and long for something more to come fill them up. The Colossians surely felt that they needed more than Jesus and that Christ alone just wasn't enough. But what would the Apostle Paul have to say to the believers in Colossae who had been grabbed by this elemental clutch? His answer is the letter of Colossians. And it is written to prove that Jesus alone is more than enough. For that is what the Colossians needed. For the Jewish teachers were misleading them away from a simple knowledge of Jesus and into metaphysical mysteries and invisible wisdom. 
The elemental spirits whispered their opposition. You don't get to know God through Jesus, but through spiritual experiences and ecstatic visions. They taught that you will be judged by what you consume and ingest. So the way to fullness is emptiness. Starve out the evil, Sabbath out the rest. They taught that Jesus was not enough to take away their guilt. He was insufficient. There was more that needed to be cut out. So self-atonement was their religion. They would say things like, you can cut out your guilt through observance of the law and circumcision. You must cover your guilt through harsh treatment of the body and asceticism. This was their message. You need to do more. Jesus is not enough. So do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. So Paul wrote to them from his imprisonment. Through ink and paper, he would confront this wickedness. And his message was carried back to Colossae by a man named Tychicus. The teachers and the powers made the Colossians feel guilty for never doing enough, always coming up empty. And so the Colossians longed for something more to come and fill them up. They needed to hear that Jesus was enough. So Tychicus brought the letter of Colossians to show that Jesus disarmed their claims of his insufficiency because all the fullness of God dwells in him bodily. In Christ, we have everything because in him, through him, and for him are all things. And this Jesus in all of God's fullness came to us in our emptiness and removed the guilt that makes us feel empty. Jesus took away the power held by the spiritual authorities, for he triumphed over their self-atoning philosophies, their religion that cuts deep and makes us feel guilty. Jesus bore in his flesh our condemnation and our insufficiency. Everything that makes us feel empty and lost, he disarmed by nailing our guilt to the cross. There's nothing more to do, for Jesus has done everything for us, which is why you never need more than Jesus. And if you have Christ alone, you have enough. So come, handle, taste, touch. Come to the fullness of God in Jesus, who came to us himself in order to make us new selves, so that others can handle, taste, and touch the fullness of God in us. Live his fullness before those who have believed these elementary bluffs. Show everyone who feels empty that there is someone who has come to fill them up and tell them that they never need more than Jesus. For if they have Christ alone, they have enough.
Hey, I'm David with Spoken Gospel. Thank you so much for watching our video introducing the book of Colossians. We are Spoken Gospel. We're a nonprofit dedicated to speaking the gospel out of every corner of scripture in every corner of the world. And we can do that because of generous supporters like you. Uh, through monthly and one-time support, people from all over the world are pouring in to our little film studio here to help us make videos like this. So if you enjoyed this video and you want to help make more of them, then go to Spoken Gospel hello it's me again Aisha from God FM I hope you really enjoyed that I've left all of the uh, details of um, how you can contact this uh, wonderful commentary platform on YouTube and also on the web so that you know you might find it useful when you're studying certain books and I might well use this uh, commentary in future uh, with Bible studies because it's always nice to get a full sort of 15 minutes or whatever of commentary on it, isn't it? And, um, and so I think also each one of us contains little elements of the spirit and love. And, but we need to be fully contained within love. And there needs to be no dark areas or areas of entry for darkness. And the only way for this to happen, of course, is to relinquish control and surrender and admit you're a sinner. And that Christ came here and died for our sins. He is the Son of God. And that we are sinners. And we have to forgive other people in order for Christ to redeem us and forgive us. This is so very, very important. And uh, so, again, any other entry points, which might include pride or hatred or anger, um, those are bad entry points. And this, if you like, stops the magnetism of the gold that I described from my dream. So then you are confused about being whether you are gold or, or fake gold. And so other gold isn't attracted to you because you're displaying that you're not real. Yeah. So in the same way, the only way to surrender everything is to actually pray to the Lord and say, look, I've got this pain or I've got these issues and to admit it. It's about admitting it, you see, and acknowledging you've got these issues, which we all carry around with us, whether we like it or not, um, because we're born into the world as sinners, and we're a work of art that the Lord is making into something totally amazing. We're being refined. The earth is uh, the anagram for a heart, so it's all about your hearts and testing your hearts. And the Lord watches every single little thing. So it's about being pleasing to the Lord. It's like I've got a, a contact that uh, I talk to and they're, you know, very angry at certain things and people. And so they try and fight them uh, themselves. And they don't have a great deal of success. Unfortunately, this is because they've decided that they're going to do it. And the Lord says, leave it to me. I'm your redeemer, but I'm also 
the person, well, God is the one who will go and fight for you. You need only be still and surrender it over. But you have to admit, number one, that you've got an issue and that you can't do it on your own. And you have to be humble. This involves meaning in your heart that you've, you know, got full understanding that nothing is possible without Christ who lives inside you. And he needs authority from you to act and do those bits and pieces to to sort out those other matters. Often they have little trails of problems which are associated with them. So by handing it all over, then you're cleaned out. And this is why it's important to do the daily prayer, which is the sinner's prayer, because Jesus is our daily bread and he is our daily sacrifice. So if we're the temple of the Lord, we need to be holy. And so uh, if we are surrounded by sin and darkness and death on a daily basis, then it will affect us. So we have to come back to the Father, and that's why he says, come to, come to me in, in the closet and speak to me and open up to me because he is your Father and he wants to hear all about your issues. He does. He loves you so very much. It's incredible, really. You don't need anybody else. You don't need a single person in the world to help you. You only need Jesus. There's nothing else that matters. It's about believing in Jesus, having faith, understanding that the grace alone has saved you. Through your repentance, you are redeemed. But if you hold on to any of the issues, then that uh, redeeming token is not fully mastered and executed because Jesus died. So you've actually got to kill the old sin in you in the daily sacrifice and daily bread prayer. So you're basically throwing it on the fire. You're getting rid of it. Imagine in your mind, you know, if you've got issues, go before the Lord and go on your knees and say, listen, I've got a problem with this person, that person, this government, whatever it is that's offending you and causing issues in your heart because you carry it around. You do, you carry this sort of aura um, of either happiness or sadness or anger because you you display what's in your hearts. So if you go before the Lord and you say, listen, I've got this issue here um, and, uh, you know, you admit that you can't do it on your own and that, you know, it's, it's causing a problem because none, none of the other functions that God has given you in the Holy Spirit can manifest themselves when there is a dark area. It's like a vacuum sucking out all that strength and love and nutrients, faith, because you doubt. You see, if you don't put your trust in the Lord and surrender it to the Lord, it shows that you don't trust the Lord and you don't have faith in the Lord. And you need to have complete faith like a child. So this is very, very important also. That's why Jesus said you need faith like a child. It's complete surrender like a child will with their parents. Completely trust their parents because they know nothing else. So you need to come back to that basic feeling of, okay, Father, it's only you and me. And remember that uh, he is the author 
and he is the authority above all other authorities. So no matter what is happening in your life, the Lord has got full control of it. It's about pleasing him and let it, letting it be his will, not your will. So <laughs> it's only going to be his will if you surrender it to him so that it's his will, according to his word, that he will fulfill his promises to you. Not through your own will and your own word and your own thinking and your own understanding. <laughs> and that's all just come from the Lord. It's so very amazing. <laughs> um, and to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. You see, because when you're fully functional with the Holy Spirit and love and you're connected, it is like an ocean and uh, it oozes. <laughs> Other people see it and they want a piece of it. And it's very, very exciting. And um, and it's not something we, we need to have a competition about because the love of Christ is for all of us. It really is. It's those people who become jealous um, and resentful and angry at others because they haven't got what the Lord has given this other person. There's those people can also have it. They just need to surrender the baggage that they're holding in onto. <laughs> There's this element, all right, I found when people won't let go. And this is where, for some reason, they feel they don't deserve forgiveness. They blame themselves. There's unforgiveness. Yeah. And uh, they blame themselves. They replay everything in their head. What happened with this person, what they said and what they did how they behaved and how their friends also behaved and treated you badly and you feel really hard done by and it's the pity me party. This is not godly. Yes, it feels like you deserve um, a bit of sort of feel sorry for me time, but actually that's what holds you back. <laughs> because if you surrender it over to the Lord, you'll stop caring what everyone else thinks. Yes, you will. You'll realize that man doesn't matter. It's only the Lord and the love of Christ that fills you up. No one else can do that. Only the Lord. So, and through this, we can grow one another and build each other up because we are the temple of the Lord and he is our head priest in heaven. So, if you think about it, we're here on earth. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Just like Jesus said, and they hated Jesus, so they'll hate you too. All right, so you can take comfort in that because not only has he experienced all of it, but he's written a book to tell you all about it. So your everyday hustle and bustles mean nothing. Yes, I know they'd probably mean something to you at the time, but if you realize against the whole equation of life, they don't, not really. So then you surrender it all over, and hey, the Lord's in control. And uh, the Lord will deal with these people. If you try and fight for your own battles, you know, you let yourself down. You look stupid because you claim to be a Christ-following person. Then you shout and scream at people, get angry. And this is not the characteristics of love that need to be displayed to, to attract people. We have to shine the light of Jesus. And this only happens when you fill up with the love. So it goes round in circles, again and again and again. I've often found I always have the same problems occur again in my life. It's like um, a merry-go-round. And uh, 
the Lord wants me to master each scenario, which all boils down to one core element. And so he will throw things at me to deal with those things by surrendering to the Lord, not by dealing it with myself, you know, and not relying on philosophy either. A lot of uh, people are coming up with some very strange doctrine, uh, philosophical uh, thinking. We have to come back to what the Bible says. Don't go to others. That's where the Holy Spirit will teach you the Bible um, and give you understanding because that's another reason why Jesus didn't have to quote certain scripture because he is love. And so, you know, in the conduct of Jesus, he displayed who he was. There was no need to prove it to anyone. That's why he didn't want to have to prove it. You know, he didn't have to prove it to anyone because everything he did proved who he was. So very amazing. Uh, also, what occurred to me is probably you'll think to yourself, mm, I really like those recordings. And if you want to find them, you can. There is a, a Bible app which I use to get the audio. And it's the dramatized audio Bible. I found it on um, on the iPhone and it's called the audio Bible and it's blue and it's English too. Yes, that's the one I listened to and I found it really, really good because I, by hearing the different voices of the different people, it comes alive and uh, it's for me much more understandable. But you can also watch many of the uh, Bible books online. They, they've done movies for them as well. So you can find them on YouTube. You can find the Bible um, series as well on YouTube. And that is eight one-hour episodes of the Bible, gives you a nice real rundown on the Bible, understanding of the Bible, the main thesis of it. And then, you know, every day you can choose to study different elements of the Bible, you know, themes. But get to know the characters. This also helps by watching the movies. Yes, getting to know, you know, the stories. So kids' Bibles are really handy for that you know, where, you know, you've got the stories and sit and read them because you are a childlike creature when you're reborn in Christ and God is building you up. He's refining you and he loves you very, very much. Nothing in the world can separate you from the love of Christ and he has your name permanently engraved in the palms of his hands. Nothing can stop God's plan for your life either. So if you're alive today, God has something in mind for you to do. So always seek the Lord. And when I'm walking around, I greet the Lord. I try and remember to anyway. I say, hey, how are you doing up there? Hope you're having a lovely day. Um, because I know that his eyes are on me. He watches me. And I know he watches you too. Yeah, so amazing. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what anyone thinks of you, they can't change the way God loves you either. Mm -hmm. God knows your heart. So remember that. No matter what anyone else thinks of you, God knows who you are. And he came here for the sinner. So it's not about works either. Yeah. Those works that people um, try and go on about, often I found the fake uh, Christians really, really push works. 
because they're lacking the spirit. So Jesus said that we will be witnesses. And the witnesses can only be witnesses if you have eyes to see and ears to hear. And you only get that with the Holy Spirit. And then when you've got the Holy Spirit, you've got to make sure that it can be fully functional and get rid of any of the baggage because you can't get through the gate with baggage because it's a narrow pathway. So those people who haven't got the Spirit, they learn parrot star, the Bible, and they find it really hard to um, comprehend others who have got the Spirit. And they find it offensive. Um, So this is what I found. (laughs) And it isn't a competition. So um, it's about where we all are. Because other people can actually hold others back as well. So it's who you hang around with. Just hang around with the Lord. If you're not sure, sometimes it's good to do a friend clear out. Mm -hmm. So I've done. I ask the Lord to show me people. and, And he does. And that way, um, I'm not, you know, affected. Because if you open your heart to the wrong person, then it can sometimes affect your long-term walk because your opinion of people changes. But if you surrender it all and you know you're walking with Christ, then together you fight and together you discern through the Holy Spirit. And then... The Holy Spirit reveals it, and then it saves you all that hard work. (laughs) And this is another thing I found is in some of the churches, they don't really believe in Jesus. They don't really believe who Jesus is. They don't believe that there is authority and power through the blood of Jesus. He says that you will cast out demons, raise the dead, heal the sick, Make disciples of many nations. This is to the witnesses. Yes, and as witnesses, you will be testifiers, testing monies, uh, test the money, test the sort of um, fleshly desires because you've come through the fleshly desires. You have success and victory through Jesus because he defeated death and sin and the devil. He did because the devil is dead, lived backwards. So if you've got victory then you've got nothing else to worry about. It's back to basics. It really is. So anyway, as those people who are witnesses, they automatically become disciples of Christ because the Lord is living inside them. They have to testify to that, and that is their duty, to shine the light of Christ. So it is not restricted to certain categories of people either. Yes, And so (laughs) this is very important too. So there is no special categories or um, rules. It's about love. It doesn't, you don't need a certificate from man to do the work of the Lord. You don't need a certificate of man to show the love of Christ. So these are important also. A lot of people go back to the old Torah as well. So as I was saying is, (laughs) the churches don't really believe in the power of Christ. 
So they don't really believe people have demons. They don't really believe that you have authority over demons to step on serpents, to raise the dead, heal the sick, make disciples of many nations as a witness and as a disciple, which you automatically become when you've got the spirit inside you because you've got eyes to see and ears to hear. And it is your duty to share that, to share what you see and what you hear with others. Um, so this is a tactic which I believe Satan has used to uh, close the kingdom. Like Jesus said to the Pharisees, you snakes, your father is Satan. You close the kingdom of heaven because those people who have not got the Holy Spirit, they're alien to it. They do not understand it. They cannot comprehend it because they're in the darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend the light or overcome it. And Jesus is the light and he is the truth and the word and the life. And he lives inside you. And it's about igniting it, light your fire, let it get going. And uh, remember who you are and remember the authority in Jesus' name. No other name. Yes, only one name, Jesus Christ as well. Hmm. And so also Jesus didn't um, get rid of the law. All right, this is another thing. He fulfilled the law. But... He says that heaven and earth will pass away first before any of the commandments are destroyed yeah, or changed. And so what this means is everything has to be fulfilled according to the will and the word of the Father. Yes. So we should still be following the Ten Commandments. And um, I believe this. And... Um, and those are used as an example. And Jesus also says you must love your brother as yourself. And you must love your enemies too. Hmm. That's hard sometimes. But what it is, is if your enemy um, has power over you because you've got this hatred, then yes, it's like a witch's spell because you believe and you have this... Uh, essence that's full of anger and hatred and revenge then that takes hold and that becomes the master of you you need love to be your master and you need to master it uh, master yourself master the flesh as in testimonies that's why we've got testimonies because each time you succeed and and we will have victory over the devil all the time if you've got Christ, but it's about surrendering it first so that Christ can do the work because you are not capable on your own. It's a spiritual war that we're fighting. <laughs> and that's why it's important that everybody knows the tools of the trade, yes? Because it isn't a secret. It isn't a secret and there isn't a special permission slip I need to tell you all about the love of Christ and the tools to fight the enemy. Mm -hmm. And so this is important also. So this is why Jesus says you can discern and you can judge what people are. He's not saying going around and telling them that they're bad people. That's not what he means. He's talking about comparables, comparing the love of Christ to their characteristics, what they display. This is what I think. And so... It's very interesting. But also, we're not weaklings either. Yes, we stand up for Christ 
and we stand up for the truth. We do. And uh, we stand up against sin. We do. Uh, the Lord loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. So that's where we've got to lead by example. Um, and uh, lead people to the truth and the light and the love of Christ. What I found is people, um, when they're lost, it's because they, they've forgotten how much God loves them. So many people have rejected them. They've forgotten who God is. They've forgotten the love of Christ, which is all you need. And that pretty much completes everything I wanted to say at the end of this Bible study of Colossians. I hope you've enjoyed it. Today is the 13th of February, 2023. And this is Aisha from God FM. I pray you have a lovely day. I'm going to close with the sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I know you are the Son of God. I know that you came to set us free from sin and death and died on the cross for, for me and my brothers and sisters. I wish to be forgiven for my sins and I wish to follow you. Please forgive me in the name of Jesus. I am washed clean by the blood of Jesus Christ and I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus because I have authority over demons and serpents to step on them and cast them out, raise the dead, heal the sick and um, make disciples of many nations and help the poor. must remember that as well. Thank you, Father. And if my family have followed pagans, witchcraft, Satanisms, the Masons, the Freemasons, or any pagans, or any tarot readers, or Ouija boards, or any of these things, please release us now from any generational curses and break those chains, past, present, and future in my life. And for anyone listening, in the name of Jesus, that we may be truly saved and walk in your light and love and display it to others that others may see the light of Jesus Christ and also join the kingdom which has now come upon them in the name of Jesus. Also, I pray that all demons will be petrified and flee when they see me coming or any of my brothers and sisters in Christ. Please fill them with wisdom and understanding and fill me with understanding and wisdom as well, in the name of Jesus. This is for my brothers and sisters in Christ. And also finances, of course, to sustain our lives, to support ourselves financially in where we live, with a house and food, and that our children will be satisfied and full of all the love and peace and grace that Christ gives us, that it will be displayed to them, as an example, so that they also will come to know the Lord through us. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father. Have a lovely day in Jesus' name. This is Aisha from God FM. Take care. Bye-bye.